0: On 15th of August 2021, the World Cup lost another legend, arguably its greatest ever striker. Gerd Muller died at the age of 75. The phrase, world-class, barely does justice to Derbommer's goal-scoring ability. His records were mind-boggling, his scoring rate phenomenal. He's the last man to hit double figures at a World Cup when he scored 10 in 1970. The four goals which he added in 1974 took him to a World Cup record of 14 goals, a record which stood for 32 years. Muller's predatory instincts combined with his reflexes, agility, low centre of gravity, short bursts of speed and his aerial ability made him almost unstoppable in the penalty area. In this bonus episode of World Cup Rambling, I'm going to have a look back at Gerd Muller's World Cup goals. When Gerd Müller took to the world stage at the 1970 World Cup, he had already scored 17 goals in 19 games for West Germany. Jeff Dawson described Müller as just about the most effective marksman in the world. Number 13 may be unlucky for some, but for Gerd Müller it has yielded nothing but goals. Müller's first World Cup goal came in Germany's game against Morocco. The Moroccans, who were massive outsiders, were threatening a major upset when they took the lead. Uwe Saylor drew the Germans level before Muller scored the winner. Grabowski's cross went to the back post. Lohr's header came off the bar and Muller, in full predator mode, watched the ball all the way, ignoring the Moroccan defender and goalkeeper before heading the ball in to give Germany the victory. Uli Hesse wrote that Muller didn't score meaningless goals. And as you'll see, so many of his World Cup goals were equalisers or winners or goals to put Germany ahead. In Germany's next match, they were trailing Bulgaria. Lebuda scored the equaliser. And then Labuda went down the right to cross from Muller, who scored with a low shot from inside the six-yard box. An archetypal Gerd Muller finish. As in the Morocco match, their bomber had put Germany in the lead. In the same match, he scored a penalty, a side-footed into the top right-hand corner of the net. And then he completed his hat-trick with a header from near the penalty spot. Despite Muller being short, he was really adept at springing up and producing deadly finishes with his head. And he'd become the first German since Max Morlock in 1954 to score a World Cup hat-trick. Germany's next match was against Peru and Muller opened the scoring by chesting the ball down before beating Rubinos, the goalkeeper, and jabbing the ball home with the outside of his foot. Muller then stretched Germany's lead by going to the near post to score left-footed from Lohr's cross. Muller then completed his hat-trick with another header. Muller had now joined Sandro Coxis of Hungary and Jus Fontaine of France as the scorer of a hat-trick In two different World Cup matches, so he was now in exalted company. Muller is the last man to have scored multiple hat tricks at the same World Cup. His next goal was against England in the quarter finals. Famously, England were leading 2 0, only to start faltering in the searing heat. Beckenbauer and Sealer pulled it back to 2 0 before Muller came up trumps in extra time. Beginning to rise to the West Germans. Kravosky trying to catalyze Cooper. A good class force. Lower on the far post. And then Muller. Muller is done it. Gerdy Muller. Give that man just the rest of them a chance when Gerdy Muller does it. That line from Hugh Jones just about sums it up. Give that man just that fraction of a chance and Gerdie Muller does it. The build-up was similar to the Muller goal against Morocco. Grabowski's cross to the far post, lower header into the middle. This time Muller, eyes on the ball the whole way, leapt up to score an acrobatic volley past Peter Benetti. A few seconds before that goal, Hugh Jones had said on commentary that Muller had been kept quiet, but as per usual he'd found a sliver of space and he'd exploited it to the full. That's what made him such a great striker. Bran Le bon, the England defender, who could only watch as Muller scored the goal said much later Muller didn't miss many from six yards did he next up was the roller coaster semi-final between Italy and West Germany Italy were leading early West Germany equalised right to death to take it into extra time and then the Germans took the lead with a trademark Muller goal Muller in the box Zeyler's there so he's held Zeyler challenging gets a touch and Muller is in there he's over the line It's there Turkey Muller One. There doesn't seem to be much danger when Sailor heads the ball into the penalty area. There are four blue shirts around Muller, so a scoring chance, let alone a goal, seems unlikely. But Paletti, one of the Italian defenders, tries to chest the ball back to the goalkeeper, but he hasn't seen Muller lurking. And Muller swoops in, gets his foot to the ball and knocks it over the line. The arch predator. Italy equalized before scoring again to go three-two up, and then Müller made it three-three with one of my favourite goals. Saylor up again. Müller, and there Müller scores his second goal of the game, and that was Baylor and Müller. It's three-three. Sailor heads the ball across the six-yard box. Müller leaps like a performing seal, in the words of Jeff Dawson, and just about brushes the ball with his head sending it into the gap between Rivera and the post. It's the way he leans forward in the air as he's going for the ball and just makes the slightest contact. One of my favourite World Cup images, which I first saw in the famous Orbis Italian 90 binder, comes from this goal. It's Muller on the ground in a goal mouth and it looks like he's having a lie down, but he's actually just equalised in the World Cup semi-final. This is Muller's tenth goal of the tournament making him only the third man after Coxes, of course in 54 and Fontaine in 58 to hit double figures in the World Cup. West Germany lost the semi-final 4-3 and had to settle for third place. Muller won the golden boot and he finished off 1970 by being named European Footballer of the Year and there is absolutely no doubt that he was the world's premier marksman. <music> In the four years between 1970 and 1974, Muller underlined his status. He scored goals in industrial quantities for Bayern Munich, including two in the European Cup final replay in 1974. At international level, he continued on the rampage, scoring two in the Euro semi-final in 1972 and then two in the final. Chris Freddie described Muller as more unstoppable than ever by the time the 1974 World Cup came round. With West Germany having home advantage and a team full of world-class players, they were amongst the hot favourites to win the World Cup. Muller's first goal of 1974 came against Australia when West Germany won the game 3-0, but it was a less than convincing performance. Muller scored with a near post header, again displaying his aerial prowess. Against Yugoslavia, Muller scored a goal which showed off his reflexes, anticipation and quick thinking. Hönes went down the right and sent in the cross. Muller slid towards the near post, brought the ball under control with his left foot before kicking it in with his right, all the while he was sitting on the ground. 1974 was the era of the double group system and Germany's match against Poland was a de facto semi-final. Muller decided the match on a sudden pitch in Frankfurt. Well we're in the last 15 minutes of this one as Bonhoff goes forward. Muller now on a chance. Yes! And Muller doesn't miss those. Bonhoff lost possession under pressure from a Polish defender. Muller let the ball run across to his right foot before burying it. The winning goal in what was effectively a semi-final, so another big game strike, and Muller now equaled Ruiz Fontaine as the World Cup's all-time top scorer with 13 goals. And so did the World Cup final, West Germany versus Holland. The Dutch famously took the lead with a first-minute penalty, awarded before a German player had even touched the ball. The Germans equalised with a penalty of their own, and then on the brink of half-time, Muller had what turned out to be the last word. I'll let Hugh Jones of ITV describe it. This is one of my favourite bits of commentary. Good running by Bonhoeff. Muller there to support him. Going on his own. Now Muller looks for it. Gets it. Oh, that's the way that little man gets them. That's the way he gets it. It looked utterly impossible for him to swing his boot back and get hold of it. Wonderful run here by Bonhoeff. Now look at the way that goal seems to have gone away completely from Muller. How did he swivel his hips to get that twist on the ball? Almost as though he's double-jointed. It's 2-1 West Germany and Gerd Muller keeps his fabulous goal-scoring record of his going. I actually think that's amongst the greatest bits of commentaries ever on a World Cup goal. That's the way that little man gets them. That's the way he gets it. I think that just sums up Gerd Muller in the penalty area. This is the biggest goal of all, the winner in a World Cup final, but as a finish, I think it's very underappreciated. On the face of it, it looks like a straightforward striker's goal. The winger goes down the line, crosses to the near post, the striker takes a touch and then scores the goal. It's one of those goals that looks simple, but if you tried it down the park with your mates, you'd end up being carried off on a stretcher, or a forklift truck in my case, with a dislocated hip and a twisted ankle. Bonhoeff beats his man on the right and sends the cross towards Muller. Muller's touch looks like a miscontrol as the ball runs off the side of his foot and drops behind him. But this is Muller so I'm sure he knew exactly what he was doing. He then stretches his leg back, wraps his right foot around the ball and generates the power to get the ball low across the goalkeeper and into the far corner. Fantastic, like one of my favourite goals. This is Muller's 14th World Cup goal breaking Jus Fontaine's all-time record. And Muller's 14 goals had come in 13 matches, which is an insane strike rate. Having Muller in your team was almost the equivalent of having a guaranteed goal. Fittingly, this was Muller's last World Cup goal and his last international goal. He finished with 68 goals in 62 appearances and his final goal for West Germany had brought them the World Cup, the ultimate big game goal. West Germany, Gerd Muller, his 68 goals in 62 internationals. Muller retired from international football that very night. A run-in with the German FA officials over the players' wives not being allowed into the victory party prompted Muller, as well as Overath and Grabowski, to stand down from international duty. Although I've read somewhere that Muller had told Helmut Schoen before the match that he was quitting the international team anyway. It seems weird to say that a player like Müller, who in World Cups alone scored 14 goals, including a winner in the final, is underrated. But I think he suffers from that tendency for people to say oh, he just scores goals. Hmm. And if you listen to pretentious high fluted you know we're not supposed to appreciate the art of just scoring goals anymore. But I won't hear a word against Gerd Müller. Opportunism, being in the right place at the right time, that's a skill in itself. I spent years in playground football and youth club football hanging around the penalty area before unleashing my killer finishes, so Gerd Muller has always been an inspiration. If you can't appreciate a magnificent goalscorer like Der Bomber, then you know I can't help you. Nobody can help you. Muller himself said, You need to be able to score goals blind. You need to know where the goal is without looking. If you need to think, it's already too late. Muller's most mind-boggling stats have only really been threatened or equaled in the last decade by the likes of Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo and Robert Lewandowski, and they've had a lot more opportunities. Imagine what records Muller would have posted if he'd been playing over a dozen Champions League games every season, or a 38-game Bundesliga campaign, or playing in expanded international competitions. Muller was the supreme marksman who consistently delivered at clutch moments for both Bayern Munich and West Germany, perhaps the greatest big game player that there's ever been. Muller's 14-goal World Cup record was broken by Ronaldo at the 2006 World Cup, before Ronaldo himself was superseded by Miroslav Klose in 2014. Klose also overtook Muller as Germany's all-time top scorer, with 71 goals in 137 appearances. But Klose himself said, I wouldn't put myself at the same level as Gerd Muller. I needed many more games to get to his number of goals. That says a lot about him. You can't compare anyone to Gerd Muller. His achievements are unique. Without a shadow of a doubt, he is the most ruthless, the most dangerous striker to have ever played in the competition. RIP Peter Bonner King of the penalty Box